Welcome back, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and uh, I'm hanging out here at Dignitary Tea and Kava House at the Outside Lounge. If you guys have a medical card, you guys can all hang out and hang out here and get your smoke on. That's what it's all about. That's what this world is all about. This is the Plant Power Podcast. Uh, we've been doing this for a couple months now. It used to be the Cannabis Podcast, and now my world is kind of changing a little bit and evolving into all things from the earth, all the things plant, all things are good for you. Um, I'm trying to kind of... Uh, changed my life a little bit. I'm 54 years old. Uh, I'm at a point now where uh, I stopped drinking alcohol. Um, you know, I, I, I've never been a pill guy and I'm trying to do things that are better for me and help me live a little bit longer. Uh, and everybody knows me. Uh, I'm always on the grill. Uh, I've won competitions, cooking meat and barbecue and all that kind of stuff. So this is going to hurt some people's feelings. But um, for the last couple of weeks, I've been eating vegan and uh, I'm not into it long enough to say that I'm vegan because you know you could say you're dieting but if it's one week in they're not really dieting so uh, I'm changed I'm trying to change my world a little bit and find out what's best for me and what's best to keep me living on, on this God's green earth here and uh, hopefully doing good things for my for my life now this young man I met him uh, a couple days ago and you know you you meet people in the, in the neighborhood that are hustling and you're just intelligent young people. And I just said you'd be perfect to be on Plant Power because he has a world of knowledge. I want to introduce you to Dorian Dimensions. And I think that's your stage name. Yeah. That's not your God-given <laughs> name. It's not my government. But I, but I like it, though. I like it. Dorian Dimensions from Quantum Evolutions. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing well, brother. Thank you for having no, me. No, absolutely. I really appreciate no, you. No, no. I, was both, I got sure. to hang out with you and uh, the lovely Maria and Trip the other day. And uh, uh, my other big boy. What's Big Boys now? I can't ben. remember. Ben, Big Ben. <laughs> like, like uh, Frank inside said, that kid Ben has a lot of energy. And, but but <laughs> the whole does. table had a lot of energy. And I, I like that. I like the fact that you guys are all business entrepreneurs. You have that mindset. But I like the energy that you guys bring. Now, talk to people about you and who you are, what you because you have a wonderful story. Who, who are you? For sure. Um, well, you know, with the name Quantum Evolution, you know, who I am is always evolving as sure. well. Mm -hmm. And you know, for me, that's the, the journey and the road that I kind of walked and embarked upon mm -hmm. is the, the road of self mastery. Okay. And um, it, it took me, um, my life experiences mm -hmm. to actually get me to the point of walking that path, sure. much like everybody. Eventually, some people will get to the point where they want to embark on. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, you know? yeah. So, you know, who I am, to be honest with you, um, you know, my story is is something that could go, you know, very deep in mm -hmm. many different directions. Sure. But who I am originally is just a, a kid from the streets. Okay. Um, you know, my, my father was murdered when I was three and my, my, my oh. mother was uh, an alcoholic. And so I took care of my three younger brothers growing up wow. and also her as well. And that's something that kind of kept me away from drinking alcohol mm -hmm. um, is because I, what I saw it do, sure. you know, to my mother, mm -hmm. and she ended up she passed as well sure. from alcohol also yeah. um and uh to be honest with you i think for my path that uh, i stayed away from alcohol mm -hmm. and things that were bad for my body from a very young age sure. and um from that though it, it i my outlet was found in other other ways sure. through music mm -hmm. um through mma mixed mm -hmm. martial arts yeah um and really just uh, doing things at a high level, uh, was I would say, was my outlet. Mm -hmm. Now, also, my outlet, though, was 
violence as well as okay. I was, like I said, a street kid. As so. a young kid, violence. So you you got a lot of trouble fights. Uh, in my teenage years. Yeah. Okay. You know, in my teenage years, I ended up. You know, the, the type of music I was into mm -hmm. was hardcore, so it was very heavy, sure. very violent. But mm -hmm. that's also where I found, you know, a big portion of my lifestyle was within yeah. that music yeah. as well, which was. Um, uh, a term called straight edge, mm -hmm. which is no smoking, no drinking, and no drugs for life. That's, okay. That was the philosophy. However, where'd you, you get that philosophy from? That that philosophy actually comes from, uh, you know, straight edge comes from a, a band uh, called Black Flag and Ian McKay. Really? Um, yeah. And uh, that term, Ian McKay and Henry Rollins, the, those two individuals were the ones who really coined the term huh. uh, straight, straight edge. edge. Okay. Yeah, and you know, with straight edge, it's no smoking, no drinking, no uh -huh. drugs. It was kind of like the ultimate form of rebellion in punk uh -huh. um you know that uh, is rebellious now very it's, rebellious. it's rebellious in music to be in general because yeah. normally when you say like this is me okay i've been a drinker since i was 12 years old and i'm 54 now i just cut out drinking six months now i haven't had a drink i don't miss it okay when i tell people some people i'm not drinking it upsets them Sure. What do you mean you're not drinking? <laughs> I'm like, well, I just cut out drinking. Everybody knows they want to stop drinking, but they're just mad because they can't do it. For but sure. they can do it. They just haven't figured out how to do it yet. And I'm, I'm finding the same thing here. <laughs> I'm eating vegan. Now, I ate vegan. This is my second week. And I looked, I watched about 10 videos today on veganism and how to do this and how to start. And every video to a man or a woman had every person say, People are going to hate you for being vegan. Yeah. And that's a fact. <laughs> like, you know, and, and I think vegan almost sounds like a cult. It's just the way you're eating. Sure. But like, people look at it in a certain way. Now, when did you adopt veganism? Like, yeah. you, you, you ate meat back in the day. I, I had, but yeah. it's a perfect, you know, it's worked synergistically in regards to what mm -hmm. I was telling you because that straight edge lifestyle and where that came from mm -hmm. um, and the type of music associated with straight edge and sure. hardcore is mm -hmm. a very underground scene okay. um, that really actually plays influence in the mainstream and pop and hip hop mm -hmm. and, and rock, yeah. which, you know, most people, they, they don't understand the, the roots, mm -hmm. but it goes right down to the roots. Sure. Well, within straight edge there's also what's called vegan edge and the term vegan actually b became coined and very popularized from a hardcore band named earth crisis okay um so that within the scene of straight edge uh -huh. vegan is very prevalent mm -hmm. so it's no smoking no drinking no sure. drugs and also no uh partaking of anything from an animal sure. mm -hmm. and that also includes not the wearing of anything from an animal as well wow. so that wow. includes you know not even having clothing that comes from an animal sure. no leather and, and everything like that sure, uh -huh. and to take it another step further within that scene because just like you were saying if you have that type of a lifestyle mm -hmm. You know, people will hate, they'll troll, they'll, they'll try to discourage you, mm -hmm. they'll try to do everything, and you're just trying to do something good. Correct, correct. Um, and something good for yourself mm -hmm. as well. Well, within, you know, that scene as well with Vegan Edge, um, it's also, there's a lot of violence uh, mm -hmm. surrounding it as well. Sure. Because it's almost like a mentality of by any means necessary. Sure. And a lot of ones who were associated with that type of a lifestyle were also part of like animal liberation mm -hmm. groups, um, which these days and back then sure. also was considered terroristic mm -hmm. um, because, you know, if you're releasing animals from, sure, say, yeah. a slaughterhouse or anything mm -hmm. like that, the, the, the governments and, and authorities look at that 
with very harsh Ab penalties. Absolutely. <laughs> they, they don't mess around. Yeah, so veganism, <laughs> especially when I was coming up, when I was a teenager and in my early 20s and everything, yeah. veganism was a very extreme thing. It still is. Um, still it is still now, is, yeah. but it's become more mainstream where the Way actual more. term yeah. saying, claiming to be vegan um, is different now than mm -hmm. what it used to be. And sometimes the more appropriate term and I like to use is plant-based okay. because mm -hmm. using the term plant-based uh -huh. is not as, like you said, um, where some people hear the term veganism uh -huh. and look at that as being kind of culty. Well, maybe that, <laughs> maybe I should, should start saying I have a plant-based diet because the word vegan is almost like a swear word to, yeah, some people. to some people. And by the way, <laughs> when, you, when you're talking about no smoking, no drinking, no drugs, let's get this straight. Yep. Marijuana is a plant. Yes. And <laughs> marijuana is medication, which I'm taking legally. You know what I mean? And there's a yep. lot of people out there doing it and doing the right thing for, the, for their body. So it's like taking um, blue lotus. Mm -hmm. It's like taking those other plants. Yes. And that's what I'm trying to change my life into. And by the way, before we keep on going, I want to show love to Cure Leaf, who is the uh, title sponsor of this webcast and the podcast. And uh, my people at Cure Leaf, they're all over the place. Mine, mine is right here on, on Gandhi. I like to go to one on uh, Northdale Mabry as well. For me, it just has the best feel. Uh, they have the best, the, the best flower to me. And uh, to me, I'm all about feel. And when I go into Cure Leaf, I just feel good in there, as opposed to the other dispensaries. I don't mess with the other ones. I'm all about Cure Leaf. So go check them out. I guarantee there's one in your neighborhood. Now, I, I started, I'm in my second week of, of eating a plant-based diet. Because um, once again, watching these videos and seeing what to be expected, literally everything that they said to expect is happening. Like after a week, like I almost, just said, screw this, I'm not, this is too much. Yeah. And then I caught myself and I realized, and I swear, I think you guys have really inspired me uh, tremendously because you realize, because you look fantastic, you know, physically. Um, John Gaston, our, our video guy here from WeBeam TV, couldn't keep his hands off you, you know what I mean? <laughs> Call you ripped and all kind of stuff like that, but you look fantastic. And that's inspirational to me because that's not an accident. Nobody looks fantastic by accident. That's never happened before. Sure. And you being an athlete, you know, it takes a lot of hard work. It's, and all, it's, all, it's all hard work. It's uh -huh. being uncomfortable. So talk to me about your regimen. I'm trying to change my regimen. I'm, I'm old and my, my body's beat up. And you're still relatively young compared to me. Sure. Um, like what kind of regimen do you go through? Obviously, the, the, the plant-based diet. Uh-huh. Um, you stick strict to the plant pace. You don't. You don't. You I don't, don't deviate ever. I don't cheat. Good ever. for you. Good for um, you. In his years of not cheating, um, now, like I said, when I was younger, um, you know, through my whole twenties yes. as well, um, being involved with Straight Edge mm -hmm. and everything like that, and and most of my friends were Vegan Edge. Mm -hmm. um, I would dabble in and out of mm -hmm. eating eating, you know, plant based or a vegan diet, okay. and then I would go back to very heavy. Uh, a, carnivore diet okay. because I was an athlete but I was also you thought it was necessary yes I thought, thought, it thought it was necessary yeah, yeah. and I was bodybuilding yeah. as well you so. found that you found that later on I think we're finding out it's not necessary it's not necessary it's really not yeah especially when you actually understand what's happening and your body goes through the transition Correct. of yes. your cells not needing to derive energy mm -hmm. from um, you know rotting carcass Correct. Yeah. <laughs> which is really which what is it really is. what it is oh, yeah. you know when you switch over to things that are plant-based yeah. your body is now switching over into synthesizing protein mm -hmm. from the sun yeah. because you're eating with phytonutrients sure and so now you're deriving your energy from you know phytonutrients mm -hmm. and not you know the death and decay of 
And listen, my <laughs> thing is, I'm uh, to be as honest as I can. Like, I'm not doing this because of the philosophy of veganism. Sure. I'm just not. Okay, so it's one of those. I just think it's is good for me. Yeah, you know, and I'm doing it because well, it's the same reason why I got uh, my uh, uh, vaccination shot. I think it's good for me to do that. You know what I mean? But this is why I'm trying to switch my lifestyle because I just think I need a change. And as you could probably see, I'm, I'm a, an extreme person. Sure. I, I play, I've been extreme my whole life. Um, you know, people my size didn't normally do what I did. Right. And people my size weren't normally as athletic as I was. And people my size this age aren't usually moving too much. <laughs> and I'm still moving. Yeah, so for sure. I'm knocking on wood. I'm doing all right. And um, so when you started off with the veganism and, and, and cutting out the meat, and I'm going through this right now. First of all, there's some things that happen. I, I'm, I'm losing weight, and I'm, I eat a lot. I eat a lot. Like I find like I'm eating all the time, almost too much at times. But I feel like I'm eating a lot, but you, you can only eat so, many, so much rice. You can only eat so many beans. You can only eat so much peanuts. You, I can eat a lot of wings. <laughs> I can eat a big old steak, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. So I think... You become almost a grazer in your picking. Is that is that what you're doing? Uh, well, to be honest with you, um, I've gone through times where I've kind of just grazed and snacked yeah, and yeah. everything like that. But I'm actually very pretty strict okay. um, with my regimen. So you, you eat at the same time every day. Yeah, I'm very disciplined. Um, just for the simple fact that tell I'm still... me how disciplined. Look, I can be disciplined too. Yeah. And I've had I've been to a program nuts disciplined, uh -huh. but I couldn't stay there. Like like give me an example of what you're doing daily. Sure. Food wise. Yeah. So um, you know, food wise, first thing when I wake up in the morning, I immediately drink um anywhere from 24 ounces to 36 ounces of water immediately. immediately first thing and the reason why, why to do that yeah. is because at the point of waking up um, now your your body has jump-started mm -hmm. um, it's ready to go but to assist in the process of kick-starting your meta metabolism okay. but also in the morning is the time that you're supposed to be flushing fluids okay. as well the assistance of you know Even before you go to the water. bathroom, you drink this. Yes, uh huh. Really, and that helps. That helps get everything. Flushing all the impurities. Yeah, out. okay. The, the best way to do it is actually warm water. Um, really? And that, that's you're flushing everything out, yeah. getting ready for the day. Yeah. Um, and then um, my first meal of the day ends up being because I'm on the go mm -hmm. pretty much as soon as I'm up. So my first meal of the day ends up being a shake. Um, okay. And that shake is, I've got a lot of whole foods mm -hmm. in that shake um, and oats. Um, uh -huh. So I get my, a complex carb. Sure. I get my protein, which mm -hmm. is coming from a plant-based protein sure. uh, protein powder source. Mm -hmm. um, then I have fruits in there as well. Um, so that my first meal is a shake. Uh -huh. Then I have a snack about two and a half hours later. Uh -huh. I always eat in about Nuts. two, two and a half hour yeah. increments. What's the snack? Um, typically my snack um, would be... Uh, uh, some kale, okay. Um, because I'm always getting greens in my body. Kale is in a salad. Uh, yeah. Like so, what I'll do is a little bit of kale, um, sweet potato, okay. And um, typically for me, because I want protein uh -huh. in my body, um, I'll have uh, another shake. Uh -huh. But it's it's not like my breakfast shake okay. that it's all bunch of sure. you mm -hmm. know whole foods. Yeah, yeah. This shake is just powder. Just powder. It, yeah, and it's hemp protein. So that, is that what a trip gave me today? Yeah. Uh -huh. Now the trip gave me a tea yes. that was warm. Uh huh. Do you know what was in that tea? Yeah. So he would have probably put she legit in there. Who? She legit. 
<laughs> she legit? Yes. The hell is that? So she legit is actually, um, it's called uh, in different, um, like in Russia Ugh. and in the Himalayans, it's also known as mineral pinch. And what that is, is it's literally um, hundreds of years of decomposed plant matter um, that seeps from the rocks of the mountain, most specifically in like Siberia and also in the Himalayan mountains as well. So what that is, is minerals. Uh. The minerals help chelate the heavy metals that are in the body. So most people aren't chelating uh. any of the heavy metals. There's aluminum and a bunch of heavy yeah. metals in the body. I went to Indiana University. What the hell is chelating? <laughs> that means I've, I've never heard that word before. Breaking apart uh. um, and, and moving mm. the uh, heavy metals. And, okay. And, uh, literally, uh, you will be excreting the heavy metals okay. from your body. So it's coming out. It's coming out. It's, it, yeah. It's coming out. It, it comes out. Okay. Yeah, but you have to go through a chelation process. Okay. The natural chelation process is with the amount of minerals, Absolutely. but most people aren't getting no minerals. Correct. They're not getting minerals in their food. Uh -huh. They're not getting minerals in their water because um, the foods void pretty mm. much of all minerals. Okay, and yeah. the water that we're drinking is literally coming from big corporations sure. that are just putting water in in bottles mm -hmm. and selling it to us at a premium sure yeah. <laughs> and it's stri stripped of yeah no doubt about it no doubt about it's real yeah absolutely um, yeah so what he gave you though uh, would have had she legit in okay. there sea moss okay probably he had in there as well i know he probably it had wasn't ginger. bad it wasn't bad yeah it'll taste a little ginger you know uh, it wasn't you know it wasn't kool-aid lemon it wasn't kool-aid but it, was, it, it, ta it <laughs> yeah. tasted okay now i went by trips uh, uh maria's uh, uh apartment today and she had to set up and the trip put me through the workout today now explain to people what he put me through now as a professional athlete you know, I was a spin instructor for 15 years. I, I played nine years in the NFL. I've done every workout known to man, okay? And what you, you and Tripp are explaining to me is some stuff that I swear I could have used when, back in the day when I played because sure. you guys are breaking down breathing and how important breathing is. Explain to me what he put me through today on the bike with the mask and the, and the whole oxygen treatment. Sure, and for one, I... I think that it's awesome that you had went through it, it was, and it was, also had a phenomenal I experience. Lo I loved it. I really, like. I can't wait to go back because I did it today, and I kind of felt my way through it because I was kind of scared. I didn't know what was coming. Sure. And then halfway through, I kind of it clicked. I started understanding it, and then I started getting into it. Like next time, I'm going after it. Though, you know what I mean? That <laughs> yeah, was, I, sure. I thought it was awesome. That's awesome, and yeah. I'm glad that you went through it, and you know, you came back with the experience that you did, mm -hmm. which everybody that we take through the process has similar experience yep. now what you had did is you went through a process of intermittent epoxic training mm -hmm. um and what we did was through the protocol of of breathing and through the equipment that we were using mm -hmm. what we did was um we simulated being uh at the the height of pikes peak colorado okay. about twelve thousand feet above mm. sea level with the oxygen yep with the oxygen mm. we restricted the amount of oxygen yeah. um that you were bringing in we had you um uh do a particular workload exercise mm. for a certain period of time and the time that we have you do this is very specific mm -hmm. um because of what we're achieving sure and what we're achieving is your body to go into a state your cells to go into a state of epoxia this is where your your um saturation mm -hmm. of oxygen becomes to be lower okay and then from there we introduced you with you know full oxygen yeah. allowed you to breathe that in saturate your cells mm -hmm. and then 
brought you back down again. So what we did was we brought you through a roll yourselves through a mm -hmm. roller coaster of bringing in oxygen yeah. and then also starving for oxygen. Yeah, man. What is happening when we do something like mm -hmm. that? Um, and that's you know with quantum evolution, that's w really where we we started our development mm -hmm. was with sports performance and recovery. Um, and the reason being is because going through that particular protocol mm -hmm. that we had took you through today, which you saw was about a 15 minute process. Yep. Um, what we're doing is when your body goes through, your cells go through a state of epoxia, mm -hmm. what happens is you, your body starts to uh, release what's called um, EPO. Okay. Um, okay. And that is... Uh, um, that's, the stuff that, that's the stuff that all the uh, people in uh, the Tour de France are taking. <laughs> yes. I think that's what Lance Armstrong got busted on. What, he, for doping? E, for EPO, and, and yeah, EPO. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what happens is EPO, um, that is a hormone mm -hmm. that's released in the body when the cells are in a state of epoxia. Mm -hmm. That's when the cells are needing oxygen. Mm -hmm. EPO becomes present because what EPO does is a hormone that allows the red blood cells to mature within your bone marrow. So that gives you more endurance. It gives you more red blood Blood cells. The more red blood cells, yeah. The more red blood cells that you have running through your body, yeah. the more uh, red blood cells you'll have that carry oxygen mm -hmm. to your muscles sure. or to your brain, um, and and also you know retain into your lungs sure. as well in cells. Um, so blood doping mm -hmm. is the practice mm -hmm. of boosting the red blood cells mm -hmm. to increase the oxygen mm -hmm. to go to the muscles because when you're on the line playing mm -hmm. football, sure. Tour de France, you yeah. know, you're maximizing exertion mm -hmm. of your body. Um, what happens? You get muscle fatigue, mm -hmm. then fatigue. Yeah. The reason why you get that is because the cells aren't absorbing oxygen mm. because there's not enough red blood cells sure. that carry enough oxygen to those areas. Mm. By increasing your body's natural erythropoietin, mm and um, also allowing your cells to take in a maximum amount of oxygen, mm -hmm. you're now literally increasing the amount of blood, mm -hmm. red blood cells that you have in your body, increasing the EPO as well, increasing mm -hmm. the oxygen delivery to and acceptance mm -hmm. to your cells, to your brain, legal blood doping. Well, I mean, <laughs> God bless. I mean, you're just working out, so that's a beautiful thing. Uh -huh. Now, talk to me about you as a person and your wellness. We, when I did the program today, it, it was a workout. Okay, I was on a, a stationary bike, a, a spin bike. But the, the oxygen thing almost made it meditative almost. Sure. Um, breathing was a big part of it. Uh, is meditation part of your repertoire? We talked about yoga as well. These are all things I'm really curious about. For sure. And uh, I mean, what, what is your part of your repertoire? Yeah, so part of my repertoire um, is yoga, um, Ashtanga based. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty strict, actually, Ashtanga. Uh -huh. but, um, Ashtanga. Ashtanga. Okay. Yeah, it yeah, means eight that limbs. Eight limbs, yeah, okay. Yeah, so there's a whole philosophy when it comes to yoga in regards to the eight limbs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's a whole thing sure. on its own. Yeah, yeah, However, sure. Ashtanga, that is one of the oldest forms of self-mastery ever documented okay. and still practiced. And what that does is through what would be considered an abbreviated primary, mm -hmm. um, that going through that takes about 60 minutes and through the whole time you're doing a particular breathing technique mm. which you were doing on yep. the bike with mm. the mask on and what that breathing technique does is it's priming the blood mm -hmm. um full of oxygen sure. so with ashtanga yoga um with 60 minutes of that particular breathing mm -hmm. technique with the poses or asanas yep. um 
you achieved in 15 minutes mm. the results of the amount of red blood cells and oxygen sure, yeah. to your body and ignition ignition of your pineal sure, gland uh -huh. um that somebody would achieve in 60 minutes mm. of ashtanga yoga mm. however ashtanga yoga is still part of my daily practice um and then i also do other things as mm. well brazilian jiu-jitsu mm. and weight train weight mm. and strength training as well and what about the breathing practice you had mm. maria and myself do today yes you, we had like we had a little seminar and i joined you today and you gave us a breathing uh, routine and I, I'm, I swear to you, I'm gonna use it. Like <laughs> yeah. you were like, well, if you're performing, and I can like, if I'm about to start my show, about to start a podcast, about to perform, you got to get your mind right. It kind of clears your mind. Explain exactly what that was. For sure. So what we did is we went through a round of, um, we did five breaths of mm -hmm. quantum breathing. Mm -hmm. um, quantum breathing is, you know, what I call uh, the Ujjayi breath. Mm -hmm. um, just holding it at the top mm -hmm. full lungs and then down at the bottom you're emptying the lungs mm -hmm. completely before re-engaging sure. in that technique but it's all Mouth through the closed, nose all nose yeah, all, nose, all yes. nose yeah and then as in the um seminar today mm -hmm. as i was speaking uh the tongue laying on the roof of the mouth is very important so flat well. or turned i mean how, how um, do you flat 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 yeah and uh what happens then is on the breath in and i'll demonstrate as well on the breath in is through the nose you breathe in all the way to the top you hold it when you're at the top and then when you're breathing out it's through the nose but you it's more restricted so it's almost like you can feel it through your throat okay and you can hear it it's an audible okay. breath. Mm -hmm. um, you could call it even furnace breath or ocean breath. And uh, one amazing thing about that as well, that particular breathing technique, mm -hmm. not only are you heating the inside of your body up, mm -hmm. um, this also helps uh, kill germs and bacteria that are in the body. Really? Because you're replicating pretty much a fever. So the longer that you're doing that, you're, you're heating the internal mm -hmm. temperature of your body and uh, foreign invaders of your body they don't like it when how often do you how often do you do that i breathe in this type yeah. of state always when always yeah if i'm not speaking then i'm speak uh, then i'm breathing in ujjayi i'm so breathing in quantum if breath. you're just hanging out in your desk you're just breathing that way that's gonna that just betters you as, a, as an individual yeah because when you're breathing in that way you what happens is you're tapping into or activating your parasympathetic okay. parasympathetic nervous system okay um that nervous system when you switch into that mm -hmm. um your body now releases uh hormones and chemicals mm -hmm. that are actually for healing your body okay if you're breathing any other way breathing through your mouth mm -hmm. um breathing shallow sure. even what happens is this is panic breathing mm -hmm. when you're panic breathing you're now not in your parasympathetic mm -hmm. nervous system and you're activating your body's fight or flight mm -hmm. response which then your this leaves your body um susceptible for oxidation Absolutely. and everything like that as well. well you've inspired me trips inspired me maria's inspired me and next time we have you on maybe john gas will feel me up and call me ripped <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's my goal. But uh, I love you guys for listening in. Thank you to Kira Leaf. Thank you to Quantum uh, Evolutions. And we're out. Thank Deuces. you.